Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Hey, you guys, it's Sarah. And coming up on today's show, did you see the viral video of a Maryland little girl, 10 years old, at a dance competition who looked to be twerking and doing a death drop? Yeah, well, she and her mom are on the podcast today to discuss the backlash. And it's Paul here, and I'm having a major Tinder communication breakdown while swiping in Italy. Isn't Amore the international language of love? We'll talk about all that and more on Hey Phrase with Paul Wharton. Wolf Trap, their summer tickets are on sale now. If you go to wolftrap.org, you can save a lot of money and you can see some of your favorite acts from Diana Ross. She's going to be there. Natalie Merchant is also going to be there later on. Check out wolftrap.org today and get your tickets. (laughs) 
sad about this, but Irene, the intern, is leaving from California. For California. Oh, for California. I know. You're from California. You're going back. I really hate this. I'm very sad really, about this. Y'all are probably the only reason I've stayed this long. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't love our, ta- our city of Washington, D.C.? I do love, I do love D.C., but this humidity is, is it's not no only life. fucking up my hair, but my skin. Your skin actually looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Irene, you look great. Those hickeys look really good, you. too. You have added a oh, lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I was trying to have a moment. Yes. You do, you do a have a couple. Right? I love it. Well, you look great. You. I appreciate it. I, I feel very grateful and very lucky to have been a part of this podcast. When's the thank last you. time someone's given you a hickey? Well, they try. Yeah, well, you I guess they're making a comeback. Yeah, you don't do, like they, them? No, I don't want to look crazy like that. I try to get Dan to give me hickeys all the time. He won't do it. He says it's like, you know, so trashy. So I'm Sarah like, begs for them. Yes, <laughs> like, absolutely. I'm so trashy. I'm like, why can't we just have like trashy public well, sex? Like, so what? Yeah, this morning I came in and I was like, when did hickeys come back? Because I have some all, all Three. of a sudden. And I was very shocked this morning when I got out of the shower and like took a long, hard look at myself because I was like, I didn't know this happened. You look great. You can hardly see me. You look like you have jaundice. It's fine. Do you remember the shame associated with the hickey when we were like teenagers? Yes, mm-hmm. I had one once, and my mom called me a slut. No, Just, it was so that was like total yeah. slut behavior. Yeah. Like, oh my god, a hickey! Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. You no uh, so you'll hear AJ and Irene. AJ is back. She's going to hit us with some news and pop culture. But Paul, first, I need to hear about your life, my love. Hi, What's honey. been going on? Oh, there's so much happening. You know. Okay, so you know I go out for cocktails. <laughs> yes. Happy hour is kind of like my thing. Yeah, that uh, yes, absolutely. So there's been this thing going on with me, and it's really been testing my patience. So let me just set the scene, and you tell me what you think. Okay. So I go into this bar. There's a bar I go into called Nine all the time. It's oh, I, yeah, it's a great one over um, on P Street. Over on P Street. Yeah, yeah which in, is a great part of D.C. Logan Circle. And so you go in, and between 5 and 9, you get two-for-one cocktails. So if you buy a full-price cocktail, oh, you get the sweet. second one for free. I love it. Love it. You can buy it by 9 and use it by 10. So I know the whole system. But I walked in there the other day, and I was, like, the only one waiting there for a drink, and I was waiting, like, at the queue where you're supposed to order the cocktails. Okay. And this other guy walks up, and he walks to the middle of the bar, and then the bartender goes and serves him first. Oh, damn. So I don't know if it's, like, PTSD from, like, being, like, a child, uh, a young black boy that would go to the stores and the people would, like, follow me around. Oh, you know, yeah. like oh I, I bet. I'm sure. Like, I don't know what it is, but I don't like that shit. Like, do not skip my place in line. <gasps> do you know? 
do you okay do you do you try not when things like this happen do you try not to take them personally obviously you and i have had very different experiences in life i'm a yes. white woman you're a black man but do you sometimes just think like maybe the person's daydreaming or do you always kind See, of think it, and there it could be that it, I mean, it, it really could, could be or it could be deliberately like the guy who knows you know but because I can't imagine somebody really making the choice to do that. But anyway, so that happened. And then so I waited my turn. I was so good. You'd be so proud. Because I do have my little moments sometimes. I got to tell you. Like, I am, like, all peace, joy, love. Come yeah. on, everybody together. But I am a little bit of a diva sometimes. I got to tell you. I am. Yeah, that's fine. You're good. I, I have my moments. Yeah, you have your I'm moments. I'm like, hey, I'm here. I'll pay. But I want my service. I want the best shit. Come on. Yeah. Give it to me. So I order my drink from the guy. And, you know, he makes my drink. And I was very polite. And then he um, he gave me $2 change back. Now, I got one cocktail. And then I added another $2. So I gave him a $4 tip on one cocktail. That's a good tip. Okay. While I'm giving him that other $2, he's, like, chatting with his coworker, bullshitting. And I'm just waiting for him to, like, acknowledge that I gave him this $4 as I carry my drink out. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. A thank you might be so nice. So he's, like, waiting basically for me to walk away so he can serve the next person. And he's chatting with his coworker. Then he comes back and he says to the next guy, oh, what can I get you? I say, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> first of all, here I come go. in here. here I'm first go. in line and you serve the other guy. Do you see me trying to give you this $4 tip? Oh, what'd he say? What'd he like, say? I'm sorry. What? I was talking about. No, you weren't talking to your coworker. You were bullshitting with your coworker. <laughs> what you say, the way this thing works is, you see me giving you the tip. You say thank you. And I say, thank you, sir, for making these great cocktails. And he says, well, thank you. I said, and thank you, sir, for making these great cocktails. <laughs> That's how this shit works. Do you know what I'm saying? I love that you're, be you, I love that you're becoming, like, in some ways, the, um, you know, you're almost like the etiquette police. Like, I love that you'll stop people and, like, teach them a lesson, like, wherever they are. You do this all the time. It's, it's hysterical This to me. is the way this works because, you know, you have a lot of people. <laughs> this should be your next book. It should be my next the book. The etiquette book. Right. Seriously. How this, shit's called, how this shit works. Yeah, how this shit It's called What ha Happened Was. What ha Happened Was. Yeah. Me and you are about to have a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. Calling all ancestors. But you know, a lot of them, I was telling them that I had to call on the ancestors so I didn't go completely all I love that you channel my Angela <laughs> yes, when you're about to lose it. That's so good. But I, I don't know what it is. And a lot of people accuse people of being racist and all these things. And sometimes they're just assholes and you got to yeah. just get them together. I mean. You know, you I'm, had an experience yeah. like that. I, so I'm a bartender. At, this is Irene, by the way. I, so I'm a bartender at a bar in DuPont that I really love. It's like a divey little bar, and I love working there. Um, I was a server for a long time, and now I've been starting to bartend a lot more, which is great. And normally it's a wonderful experience. There are a lot of people like Paul who tip really well, and they're wonderful, and like make sure, you know, like yeah. keep you in check and everything like that. So I'm into that. There have been times where I've served somebody first when I should have served somebody else first. And all it takes is like an, oh, I'm so sorry, like I'll get to you real quick, blah, blah, blah. But this, uh, the other night, it was Saturday night, and I'd already been working for like 10 hours. I was doing like a double. Oh, God. And um, oh. so in, in my bar, we like to like ask if you want to start a tab, and we hold on to your credit card. Okay. Um, so if in any case you happen to forget or you walk out or you leave, we have a way of covering the tab that you racked up. Gotcha, gotcha. And before I started doing this, I got walked out on probably 10, 15 times. And, like, you have to pay for that as a server. So if you walk out on a $50 bill, 
and I have no way of doing that. Oh, I have to pay your bill. You're on. Oh my God, that's wow. crazy. Yeah. So this is like a really big problem for oh, me. I, damn. I have literally like $48 in my savings account. Like I can't go like throwing around, you know, cash if somebody leaves. So I always say, do you want to start a tab? If they say yes, I say, great, can I have your credit card? If they say no, I just want to close it out and pay with cash. I'm like, great. You swipe the card, you take the payment. Okay, sure. okay, cool. And I make their drink, but before I give them their drink, I make sure I have that method of payment, be it cash or credit card or whatever. But you make the drink first. D yeah, depending on whatever. Because that's important to me, actually. I mean, yeah. for me as a customer, see, me and you would be like, At I'm odds. glad that you're, <laughs> that you're explaining this. No, I would get all the way up in that ass. Like, well, Get it. <laughs> no, because I'm like, wait, can you give me a minute to get my coat off? Like, I just ordered my drink. Let me get settled to the bar. You know, I do not like when people ask me for a tab before they make my drink. You know what's That's fair. Because it's oh. kind of like, are you going to have the money to pay for this? Like, that's the that, I mean, I that's what I'm asking really? for sure. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm right. No, I kind of. <laughs> because I've been walked out on when I keep their credit card. Okay. And then. Their credit card, like, I, somebody's got to pay for it. You, you swiped up it. a $78 tab. I'm swiping your card. You walked out. Like, this is your bill. So I actually agree with you. Go on. I agree with you. I just, yeah. you know, I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'll, us I'll usually, just depending on timing, most of the time I'll make the drink first, yeah. then grab their card or their cash or whatever. Sometimes they just hand it to me. I swipe it, make the drink, whatever, okay. bring it over. Um, but this one guy, he came in, he was like, I want two Heinekens. I was like, cool, like, do you want to open a tab or close it was out? Was he rude? He was really rude. Okay. And he was already drunk. And, oh, um, the worst. So it was just, it was trash, and he was really mean. He started calling me a bunch of names and, like, well, saying... Well, what did you say to him to get him to call you? Call I you said, can I have your credit card for the tab? <laughs> and right, he said, before you even reached over and got his Heinekens. Yeah. Okay. Because he was over there, and the Heinekens are, like, all the way at the end of the, uh, the other side of the bar. Yeah. So I was like, cool, like, can I get your credit card? I'll start your tab. He's like, no, you're so ignorant. You have no idea how this works. How long have you been a bartender? How long have you worked oh, in the service me. industry? I was like, I've actually worked in the service industry for like six years. like, And I know how to be nice to people. Yeah, so do you like, want a loogie you in your Heineken? Yeah. <laughs> and so he was just really shitty and really aggressive and like started calling me names and like was asking for my manager. And I was like, fucking okay, for sure. Right. Here's my manager. And then he ordered food and then he sent the food. He he wanted to send the food back, but then he was eating the food, but then he made us send it back. And How like, horrible. He, oh. was just, he was the worst. And normally, if somebody has like a major problem with me taking their card, I'll explain it to them and they either understand or they leave, like, which is fine. And my manager is pretty chill with this because like he saw how often I was getting walked out on for whatever reason. And he was like, take everybody's card. Take their card. Do it. Because so, and we were talking about this. So, this has kind of become your own personal policy. This, yeah, this is mostly my policy that is backed by my manager. Got it, got mm. it. And the question yeah. really is is it rude or not to basically ask for the credit card before you even It probably give the drink? is. I'm a it piece is. of shit, though, so like, I don't yeah. care if You're it's a tab police. <laughs> I don't However, think it is. Okay, you say your part first. Well, I don't my think it part is. is I have to really. So, someone like me probably wouldn't go to that kind of bar. Yeah. When I go That's to that true. kind of bar, I need to expect that people are. <laughs> going to yeah. ask for it up front because people do walk out on Because tabs. the people that do come to this bar do that. See, I'm expecting <laughs> right. to go to like what I would get at, at the Four oh, Seasons yeah. or something. Oh, I think, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever asked at, me that. If I worked at a really nice bar, mm -hmm. that's probably not the policy because people aren't walking in being schlubs. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of people that come to this bar, like, can either barely pay for their drinks and a lot of them don't tip. 
So like, yeah. I'm already <sighs> jaded. I'm already pissed. I already don't care about you if you're gonna give me shit. I gotta remember. Okay, I don't want to like trash the Four Seasons because that's one of my favorite bar <laughs> spots in DC. But I gotta say that I feel like I've been there recently, and they did the same thing. They ordered the drinks, and they go, "Do you want to start a tab?" They take the card, they swipe it. Okay. Um, and then you have to use your last name every time you want to add a drink. It's but super easy though. Like it's, it I makes it easier it's for us. And you worked at a bar too, AJ, right? Mm -hmm. What did you? And this was in Corning, New York. So what did yeah. you guys do? Honestly, they they had regulars, and you knew who paid with cash, and you knew exactly. who paid with cards. So it's like it's kind of an already said thing. But I don't think this is. I don't think it's rude to ask. I, I'm going in to get a drink. Ask me for what I'm. How am I going to pay? And boom, boom, boom. Okay. I think because you know you would be so shocked. Like if I went to a restaurant and they were like, "Hey, how are you going to pay for this?" I'd be like, "Whoa, sure. yeah, that's kind of oh, happening." Whoa, 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 wait, it's for sure. On. Like <laughs> yeah. it's a little alarming momentarily, but like, I like I'm your bar. Like I'm serving you. I right. need to know that I will at least get paid. I pro I'm probably not going to get a yeah. tip. A lot of people don't tip in D.C., but I need to know that I'm not paying for your drinks at the end of the night. I, get I think it. it's good. Well, I get it because, you know, I think I'm a creature of habit because I don't like to do that kind of shit. So I go to the same places mm -hmm. right. where the people are, Paul, you know, like normal, you know, like, and like I on Cheers. I have a ton know? of people I do that with. There's, I, I could name. And you probably wouldn't ask them five for Oh, do I don't ask them for anything. Got it. So there is I a relationship them. part yeah. of it. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. this one guy who works at the bar next door who always comes in and orders a Bud Light and a rail shot of gin. And he could literally, he could leave, but I know he will come back at some point. And pay for it. It's, yeah. You know what's funny too is like now I've started to go to bars. At least they do this in Arlington, Virginia, where they ask for not only your credit card but your ID, and they hold your ID yeah. now. Hold your ID too. Which I'm assuming that's because what more and more credit card fraud. Like people are using people's cards that they can't. Maybe. So would that like throw you over the edge, Paul? If someone like wanted your ID and credit, well, yeah, I think they're trying to it? take my life and my, <laughs> my identity. I'm like, I come back, there's gonna be like, they're yeah, like, Paul oh, this is Paul Wharton. We gotta keep this. Shit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah, really good. Well, people need to weigh in, by the way. You can always, and hopefully you're following us on social media, but yeah. follow the show. It's Paul Wharton on um, Instagram, Paul yeah. Wharton Style on Twitter. It's at HeyFrage on Instagram, Twitter, and then Irene, where can people hit you um, up? People can hit me up on Instagram if they want. It's not very <laughs> hopping, but my Instagram is Irene's Kitchen, but it's I-R-E-N-E. ES Kitchen. Love it. Um, and I also have a blog called Food and a Breakup, and you can email me at irene at foodandabreakup.com. Oh my God, brilliant. Um, speaking of your, your partner in crime here, until you leave, AJ. Hey, sweet baby angel. Hey, sweet baby AJ. <laughs> we introduced her last week because she's going to do our news and pop culture every show, and that just gives Paul and me more time to just weigh in and uh, be our crazy selves. So, um, AJ, how old are you? 22. 22? Oh, my God. Paul. Yeah. Our birthdays are I wish we could keep them yeah. yeah, we're celebrating our birthdays really soon. Paul, we have a big party. Is it, like, driving you nuts yes. that, like, we're getting to the age where we could have birthed our interns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and I could be sure. their fucking parents. Okay. Y'all would be, like, 14. Oh, yeah, you're right. 14 yeah, but it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It is possible. Oh, my God. You're 22 years old. You 22. grew up in D.C. Grew up in D.C. Mm -hmm. Did you change your Instagram and social media terms, like names? Right, yeah. we got to get this figured out because mine I had some underscores in there and it was throwing some people off. <laughs> yeah, All what is it, fans. Andrea? All underscore? of my fans. 
Yeah, so uh, Andrea underscore J underscore Lopez. Oh, TBD. We got to figure that out. You got to follow these two on Instagram, though. They're so gorgeous. They are. And I've, I've got a new pet. And you are, too. You're super hot. And every time everybody <laughs> sees you, they're always like, oh, my God, Paul's skin's amazing. Oh, he's wow. great. Paul Wharton's skincare. So I've got a new theory. I'm only surrounding myself with people that are hotter, and then I'm going to make my way onto their Instagram. And then by <laughs> yes. default, one I love it. people are Sarah, think I'm you're hotter. also hot. Yeah, it's exactly. easy to surround yourself with hot no. people when you're hot. Here's the thing. I'm one of those people that is hot when they try, but my instinct is to not try. So that's like like why. But no, but you really come through sometimes. No, you do. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, wait, who the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But it's so funny. I was even out this past weekend and a woman saw me and she goes, God, you know, you look really familiar. And I said, oh, um, you know, maybe you've seen me on Fox 5 or I used to work in radio. Fox 5. Yeah, I think I have. She goes, well, you look so different in real life. I can't really put it in my finger. Like, is that for you? that is such a dig. Why would she? Oh, even... I don't care. You can say whatever. But she whatever probably didn't even realize it. Yeah. But I, I don't, don't think you like, look bad. Either. Most of the time, I give in here. I don't wear makeup. I'm right. so you low maintenance. Really don't. Yeah. Well, believe me, I want to see Dr. Ruff all the time now because I do love. I want tons of injections. I've become obsessed. But I really don't put any effort in. Like I just, I know it's terrible. Well, let me tell you what people oh, say to me. Oh, when oh yeah. When Okay. They love you. You're gorgeous. Oh, you they, the they same. love you, but you know what they say? <laughs> they love you. Yes, they well, love they're just like, yeah, they well, they say like, um, hi, uh, you look so familiar. Where do I know you from? And I, so, of course, I don't want to say TV. So I just say, oh, I'm not sure. You know, and they say, uh, do you go to church? At the, the? No, I don't go to that church. Uh, do we go to high school? No, I didn't go to high school. <laughs> I got a GED. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, but they go through all this, and then I let them go like three things. And then I say, well, maybe TV. I don't watch TV. Like, oh, every bitch. time. That's what they say. I don't watch TV. Who the fuck don't watch TV? <laughs> that's one of my biggest pet peeves when people are like, I actually hate TV. Like, I never watch it. But then they're like, I watch every fucking Netflix series on the... I'm like, bitch, that's TV. Right. It's because it's not cable. Same, Same thing. TV. So, yeah, that's what I get all the time. Then they say, oh, I don't watch TV. And, oh, please. Right. Well, well, then I said, well, then you know what? I'm sorry. My I'm watermelon. Like, I got to get, get out of here. <laughs> my watermelon. My, watermelon. Hey, my cantaloupe getting soft. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's how I'm leaving every conversation from now on. My cantaloupe's getting soft. I gotta leave. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, AJ is here. She's gonna give us the news and pop culture we need to know this week. So, AJ, tell us what we need to know. Hello. We need to know that Snapchat has a new uh, feature called Snap Maps. Okay. It allows your friends to see your location. So all you gotta do is go on the main page and you just bring in like like you're zooming out. And uh, the map comes up. Do you guys want to take a look? Yeah, have you, have I don't seen know this? what this feature is. So, so you do this, and then you do that. And okay. then it co- brings up a map of D.C. <gasps> you can find your friends. You know what? what? And also it shows, like, the hot spots. So whenever there's, like, a club or a bar and they have, I guess, Snapchat, you can, like, look, like, what's happening at the White House right now? And you can do that. Or you can find your friends. Oh, God. Oh, make God. America great again. There we go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so we have that. So a lot of parents are, like, freaking out because they're like, I don't want this to... You know, now my boyfriend can see where I am. That's not okay. People can find you. Well, let, me, let me ask you something. Have cheating? you ever accidentally sent your location like, oh, to yeah. somebody on your iPhone? Oh, my God. I swear to you, no. there was this guy yeah. Yeah. that kept texting me. And he's like, well, where are you? Where are you? Where are you now? Like, where are you? Where, are, where am I? Why are you asking me where I am? I hate that. Especially if you don't. Yeah. Like well, that. because when they say where are you, there's the little button that you can press send Some location. Shit must have oh. happened. I don't know. I was <laughs> no. like, I'm out of the country. Like I'm gone. <laughs> don't look for me. And then it like sends my location. I'm like a block away from the guy. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Yeah, that stuff happens to me too. So I like didn't realize it. So he shows up at this bar that I'm oh, at, and I'm god. like, oh my god, I just totally told this guy like I wasn't. I didn't say I was out of the country. I was just like, oh, I'm. I'm sure you're like in Italy or Tuscany. Yeah. Right. Right. Wait. So does this work? Okay. So how do I shut this off? By the way. So when you first, when everybody gets a new feature, it's already on ghost mode, and ghost mode is when you don't show. Yeah. Or you can choose to go on ghost mode, but I'm pretty sure if you open yours up. This is yours. Oh my god! Did people already see? Yeah. Let's see where Sarah is. Because I've started to um, save the snap. Maybe she hasn't downloaded the new feature. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I have. So we, because right now what I'll do is I'll do a snap and I'll save it and then I post when I leave. Right. Because I'm like a little paranoid now of like you know people. I don't know. I I'm just watched too much television. So are you going through that phase now? Oh, oh yeah, oh, I'm complete. I'm on board now. In the next live show, we're getting metal detectors. I, I, I'm with you and okay. security. Oh great, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think well, it's so great. Of course, okay. I think it's great. But you know, it's it, you so know. Mm-hmm. Like these people are. You know, there's sometimes there's stalkers that just really. Uh, we had a. You know, you and I had an experience that we don't really talk about, but. Um, because this person is still very active and following yes. us, but mm-hmm. uh, that made me very nervous. Like, yeah. all right, okay, we're getting to the point where I think, um, you know, we're very open. We yeah. we love helping people. We love giving people a lot of advice. But I think that opens up people to really think sometimes that they can kind of cross a line with you yeah, that sure. they don't realize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, long story short. Yeah. yeah. So is mine off? That's all I'm. <laughs> yeah. You don't have it yet. Yeah. I don't see. I don't see too I, many people. And I just realized I can't beat anybody up. I, I don't have a weapon. I'm really out there. Like you <laughs> can. You've been in a fight. Like. You know, I think if you're in a corner, you would kick your way out. I would fucking stomp. I would try to pull your fucking head off your neck. Oh, I'm sorry. Off your shoulders. Oh, I said I wasn't going to curse you more. Yeah, what, right. what the hell? Uh, Just like the thought of a fight. He saw oh, my God. I am riled like, up. Oh, I got I to gotta live. It's like me or you. You're going out. Like, oh, I'm not. I love it. No. So, okay, so that's how we turn it off. That's a scary feature. Look at all my friends that are in Manhattan. Wow. So many people Look at there. Look how cool Look at my friends, friends are in New York. Wow. Oh, oh my god. So cool. All right, what else what you got? Else you got? All right, we got um I have a question for you guys. Do you consider kissing someone else cheating when you're in a relationship? Is kissing Irene just says no, blowjobs. Go for the blowjobs. Oh my god. <laughs> that's the line for that Irene. Less, that's less personal. A shocking <laughs> research reveals men believe passionately smooching another woman does not count as infidelity. Well, according so, to Real Housewives of New York, you know. Yeah, what's the deal? Uh, Luann, formerly the Countess, she married this guy Tom. And Tom was caught kissing a woman at the Regency. What the hell is the Regency in New York? I keep hearing that. At the Regency. No, I don't think they're talking about the hotel. I think it's like a club or something. Oh, okay. okay. Because those fabulous people wouldn't be hanging out at the, the Regency Hotel, right? I thought the Regency's like super nice. Oh, it is? Like, yeah, I think it's like really high end, like really boutique. Huh. There's one here. Haven't you been to that one yeah. in DC? And that one's like super high end. It is? Yeah. Well, you and I need to go out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you can make it before 6 30, Sarah's in. Sarah is down. Well, the, my thing is this someone said this to me the other day because, you know, I, I would be in an open relationship. Like, I think it's very hard to be monogamous. Um, you know, I, I meet people all the time that I want to make out with. But I think once the other person's emotion, feelings are involved mm-hmm. that's really all that matters and so for me I'm with somebody who, who gets very upset when I cross those <laughs> boundaries yeah. which is funny because you tend to so. cross them well I think you can be easily conjoled into yeah. a kiss with someone I really do True. like oh, I've seen too. her out and then you know it's like starts a little One flirtation and then she's laughing and if a really hot guy like got really close to her and like was like yeah. kiss me she, she'd kiss him yeah oh my god yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh. so I, I think 
think, you know, relationships go through highs and lows, ebbs and flows. But do you think that that then affects your relationship negatively? Uh, yeah, it, yeah. My, so, like, Dan is not really, I mean, I, I've had some, like, make-out slips uh, and such along the way of our relationship, and he d- is not very happy about that, yeah. If Dan yeah. kissed somebody else, how would you feel? Here's the thing. I would encourage him. She fits, she fits, she fits, she fits. What? Really? No, I would be fine with it. I encourage him all the time. I'm like, go make out with someone. Did you get, like, drunk at the bar and, like, did something happen? Like, I want to hear this story. <laughs> Don't you it feel makes like it interesting? We're not like, I mean, we're not dead. We're not like right. so committed. We're not like super what? religious yeah. people. Like, go make out. I don't think I would mind. I think the point, the problem becomes like, are you texting this person? Are you lying about seeing them? That's then you got to make a choice. Yeah, the you lie know? is the issue. The I mean, for my relationships issue. that have gone south, which is all of them, <laughs> which is all of them, you know, for the most part, I think that the, the last one that I where I removed together, you right, know, in New, in New York, York. Um, he was in another relationship with another guy, you know, which we talked about many times, but it was the lie. Right. It was the lie because I wouldn't have minded you going to get a little action because when you were stepping out to go get some action, I'm going to have to holler at a little action myself <laughs> down the street. And then we come back together and we tell our little stories and we, the, the relationship continues. I mean, that's a thing. Like, I don't know. I think people can make it work in many different ways as a modern relationship. And I think it's hard to like just be with one person. I don't, to me, I don't see makeout as a deal breaker, but that's, I don't know. I think think what y'all are saying about the lie is probably Mm -hmm. the bigger thing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I've had boyfriends where if, like, I made out with a girl, they wouldn't care. But if I made out with a guy, it was a thing. Oh, yeah, that's such you know, a tr- trashy but double standard. what about guys? Guys get the short end of the stick. And let me just go out on the limb. And oh, I know all of our little straight right, right. male listeners are going to be like, what? I've never wanted to make out with a guy. But let me tell you something, ladies. No, I'm going to be honest with you all. Because, you know, everybody's like, oh, two girls, so hot. Well, the guys want to do it, too. I know, because I've slept with a lot of straight men <laughs> in my experience. Yeah. No, but they, but that's not, you know, it's like the girls want to make out together. And then their, their boyfriends are like, yeah, hot. But then if the girls see their boyfriend when they make out with another guy, they're like, oh, hell no, hold up, stop. Your ass is gay. Right, you gay. You led me on. Go ahead, right? <laughs> so what do you think about that? I mean, I told my girlfriends, listen, if you want to know who your guy really is, don't try to step in between and, and say what you wouldn't go for and all that. Let him talk it through. Let him show you who he is. And then you yeah, know, you'll know. I think that's great advice. I think that's great advice. So, I mean, do you think it's a, just a woman thing, the reason why two women want to make out, or do you think it's a human nature thing, and you think, well, you can't see Dan wanting to make out with somebody. I don't see him. Either. No, I feel like Dan just wants to I like, mean, look I, at I, you older. Yeah, just stare at Sarah and <laughs> love her. So. I don't think really? he does. No. Really? I think he's like super No, I think he has moments, you. but then I think he, uh, like, I drive him crazy, I think. <laughs> but too bad. I'm like, too bad. Have you ever had a boyfriend that you thought might be on the DL? Um, I'm trying to think of the one guy who could never get an erection and was always saving it for later. I did, and he was a personal trainer. I couldn't figure uh, out if it was steroids or another oh, guy. Steroids, huh? Yeah. I, I think he could have been definitely. And then I had another straight guy, that, an older guy that I dated, who would constantly tell me that he wasn't gay, which I always feel like is the biggest sign that you are. I'm not gay. So, but he was super rich, so I was like, I'll do this anyway. Yeah. He had a great okay. pool. Where does he live? <laughs> You know I like to recycle. Yeah, I'm running out of I'm running out of uh, inventory. (laughs) I need to start recycling your old. I'll intro you on Facebook. Yeah. All right, um, AJ, keep going. Let's see. Uh, Ritz Carlton is announcing its first ever cruise line. 
Okay, so <laughs> it's a luxury. Yeah. Paul's ready to go. Paul is ready to go. I just need to open Paul's this. Paul's in. Paul already bought his ticket. Already bought his ticket. Ooh, I like yeah, this idea. Yeah, bought a ticket. I'll be hosting the damn thing. The hotel <laughs> company. Great expanding idea. Expanding into a luxury yacht business. So it's like a yacht meets uh, resort type deal. Are you into it? I'm all in. I'm just like hanging on every word you say. Like, <laughs> Paul tell looks me more. very excited. When does it start? I need to read more about this. Uh, <laughs> Each of the three yachts will have 149 suites with private balconies accommodating up to 298 people. Oh just exactly 298. Not 300. Once we hit the 298 mark, it's That's it. you're out. Right. Yeah. The boats will also be available for, pri for private charters. Uh, don't start packing your bags yet. The first vessel won't set sail until late 2019. You guys know that show, The, the Rich Life of the... the the fame and fabulous, and the guys are like on this sprawling mansion of over fourteen fifty. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I want to read this in that type of voice. Oh my god! Was that the only eight-year-old that was sitting home on a Saturday oh, afternoon I love that with show. the sun completely <laughs> shining out, and I'm watching your lifestyles of rich and famous, <laughs> like sipping on my iced tea with my legs crossed? I think you were it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh my god! No, but you know, I was just asking someone the other day about a decent cruise line. Like, right, are that's there, normally what we ask. Yeah, are there's there so any? many. The QE2, Queen Elizabeth 2, that one's like supposed to be extremely high end. Then there's some, isn't there the Swan one? Or, um, oh my God, it begins with an S. That one's like also super expensive. Um, the only problem with some of these really high end cruise lines, like this Ritz Carlton thing, is because someone like me could go on there and then you're stuck on there with like, a bunch of grandmas and grandpas. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, oh, my God, yeah, here's the 10 best luxury cruise ships in the world. Um, Seven Seas Explorer is supposed to be five-star. Crystal Serenity, the Riviera, Viking Star. Oh, I like their commercials. Silver Spirit, Seaborn, and the SS Antoinette. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so there you go, Paul. That I've never even heard the names of these right. cruise ships. <laughs> that's just not even a circle I run but you in. Know, that that's interesting that you say that, Irene, because mm -hmm. I, when I see you, I just think that we're both of you, actually, AJ and Irene, like, you are going to get us into Saturday Night Live when you're on. <laughs> AJ, yeah, I think she Like, really I good. just think that Irene is just, you all are both going to do so well. Oh, like, what's you. the pressure right now? Because I know for me, like, I think. I like, kind of watch people kind of come into their own, and I see them doing that like late 30s, early 40s, where they really right. kind of hit. Of course, different people can hit at different times. Sure. You have mm -hmm. people in their early 20s, and you have people that don't hit until they're like 50 or whatever. <laughs> but like, God forbid, I hope this isn't my prime. Like, what do you think? Like, what, what's the pressure? Like, as a 22 year old, like, what are you thinking? Like, what are your goals? I feel pressure all the time. Yeah, I'm constantly pressured. Right. I think my main, my main like pressure in life right now is just money. Like I, I ne like I never have any money <laughs> yeah. because I'm paying rent, I'm paying bills. I have to eat at some point, unfortunately. But like I, I just I think one thing that low key bothers me, but like inspires me at the same time, is when I see like a 22 year old who has their own business, they're fucking crushing it, and I'm just like, chill. Like I just started a blog a month ago. <laughs> like I really, hope, I really hope it goes well. And I, I honestly know I'm going to do well, and I will be fine. I just don't know when that's going to happen. What do you think? <laughs> I hope you feel the same way I do. Yeah, I mean, it's really just, I guess, my parents have worked so hard, and they weren't able to go to college. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I graduated from college was already a huge step, and they're so proud of me. So it really is just to kind of give back to my parents, um, make them proud. But, yeah, I do see myself eventually making it, but... 
I, it's just so much pressure now. Everybody is so well. Everybody's doing stuff, and you, you no, want to they're not. To your friends, it's just but. online. It's yeah. so fake. Yeah, social media. You it compare, is, it's bad. Don't you? Yeah, Paul knows this. Mm. But honestly, isn't it amazing to you? <laughs> I think of when I moved to this town, like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. There were certain bloggers then. There were certain radio people. People were like, oh, these these people are going places. Like they're going to do sure. it. And they put out this huge front. Like everything mm -hmm. was great, and now they're doing the same shtick. Right. Or yeah. they've completely faded off. Or mm -hmm. You know, I, everything that goes online is so phony. And even I think most of the time, too, when people go on, they're like, oh, I'm a 23-year-old entrepreneur. And then once you get into the inner workings of the business, mm -hmm. it's sure. like holding on by a yeah. shoestring. Yeah, right. yeah. So I think things take so much time. Be patient. They really do. Mm -hmm. I love what you said. Uh, age is nothing but a number. You hit at all different things. I know Paula Deen's a racist, but I absolutely love her. She was like... <laughs> she <laughs> like well, wait, I have to come to her defense. Wait a minute. I didn't know we were going to go there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Hold on. Paul's getting a job. No, let me tell you about this Paula Dean situation. Yes, I, I had a, um, you have done several holiday specials, te televised holiday specials when I was working at the CW. Right. So I did a, um, a one that was about like cooking and shopping and entertaining for two years in a row. And each year I needed to get like a big celebrity guest. Well, I had asked that, that cooks for, oh. for like my cooking. Mm -hmm. So I had asked the Neelys. You know the Neelys? <gasps> They told my ass no. Never mind. I hate that. I don't no, watch them but, anymore. Them. Because people Screw can them. say no. It's of their course, prerogative, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And but I needed to get that to like to make the show like go to air. Sure. And two years in a row, Paula Dean <gasps> came through, and she gave me tons of time. And she sat oh. and she she sent me a, um, a a whole line of her pots. Oh, <gasps> really? Her cookware? Oh, That's cookware. awesome. She met my mom. She wrote my mom a beautiful inscription in her cookbook. So I'm just saying that oh, like, she that. came through for somebody that I was going to the, you know, my brother and my sister, the Neelys, they were like, sorry, don't have time for that. <laughs> and this southern white woman that later had a little, few little issues. Little issues. Few little right. issues after a couple years later. But no, she came through and she was absolutely delightful and I couldn't have uh, liked her more. I, but and I, what I really do, I, I joke about that, but I really love her. Like, you know, that woman was confined in her own home because she mm -hmm. had that disease where she like couldn't leave. Agoraphobia. Yeah. She makes it in her late 40s, 50s, after she has two kids. Annette Benning is another one. Moves to Hollywood when she's 36, then ends up making it when she's 40. Like, I love, I think... Yeah. Online, the internet is the worst when you believe it. Like, I go 100%. online and I seek out people who I think are real truth tellers and I focus on them, and then everything else is such a line of BS. Sure. And I try to filter my own self, like, because mm -hmm. I think you get caught up in, like, oh, well, all my friends or these fashion bloggers are posting this, and then I go, oh, yeah, I really should, I really should post, like, numbers and all this stuff about the podcast. And I'm like, why? You know, yeah. I mean, some of that's okay if it's truthful, but I think people just try to keep up. I, mm -hmm. I have this friend, one of my best friends back home, his name is Paul. He's actually on Big Brother right now, and he was on it last summer, wow. too. But before that, for he's had a clothing company for like two, three years, and it's really successful, and he's 23, 24, too. And, but... He's, re he's really successful, and he's one of the people that pushes me a lot, and I love him to death, but he is a truth teller, and like, he has like 250,000 followers on Instagram, and his clothing line does too, and whatever, whatever, but he, he runs it out of his parents' house. He still lives with his parents. Love it. He posts about his mom all the time. He's like, my mom's the baddest bitch I know. She's worked for my company for years. She's the reason this all works. Like, he's not ashamed of that, of like having it run out of his house or anything. Not that he should be at all, 
but he's the kind of person that I look up to, but I'm also like, I want him to be as proud of me as I am of him, so I have to yeah. be this cool too. So that's like one of the pressures, but I'm very, his, his uh, clothing line is Dead Skull Clothing. He's Paul and Big Brother. He's my best friend and he's great. But he's definitely motivating me, but also putting that pressure on a little bit, sure. like you're talking about. Yeah, the process is the most interesting yeah. part of it, because that's what really makes us, right? So there's two guys, the Beekman Boys. You ever heard of the fabulous Beekman Boys? Oh, no. Who are they? So um, uh, Josh and Brent. So they were on my Paul Wharton style show on the CW, but uh -huh. I had them on as guests. But basically, I found them because I used to watch this network called Planet Green, and they had a show called The Fabulous Beekman Boys. Brent used to be a senior VP for Martha Stewart. I think my mom used to watch the show. Actually, Josh did. And then Brent um, was like a marketing guy, and they bought this big mansion up in Shannon Springs, New York, oh. as their weekend home back in like 2006 or something like this. Anyway, after the big market crash, they both lost their jobs. Oh. So they had this big farm, and they found a farmer, John, I think is his name. He had goats. <laughs> he had like 40 goats, and he needed a place for his goats. So Josh and Brent were like, bring them to the farm, and for rent, we will use your goat milk, and we're going to make soap. Oh, my God, genius. And they awesome. launched this brand. Then they went on the amazing race and won the million freaking dollars. <gasps> wow. wow. Right. So they had this reality show, so they're like Martha Stewart adjacent. It's so funny because Brent is always like, oh, Martha Stewart's fantastic. And then Josh is like, yeah, but she doesn't know my name. <laughs> she can never remember my name, but other than that, she's wonderful. But it was really interesting watching them because they posted something up around the holidays. And they've got this big brand now. They their their products are everywhere in anthropology, and they I don't know. They have hundreds of products and lots of books and stuff. And it's still like the soap, goat milk line. Soap, type stuff. goat milk. They have cookbooks. They have housewares, wow. gardening utensils, all this stuff. Check That's them out. Beekman uh, Beekman eighteen oh two is their brand. But Beekman they posted something up saying that. <laughs> They went to some trade show or store or something. They were buying something, and I think it was like, you know, $10 or something. And the credit card didn't work. And the woman's like, oh, well, there must be some crazy reason why the credit card isn't working. And he was like, no, actually, I just checked the bank. It's because I only have 71 cents in my account. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and this is the part of the process. Like, we employ all these people. Yes. We've got all this stuff going me, on. Me. You know, but when it's all said and done, we got 71 cents. I, I absolutely love that. It's, yeah. like, so true. And I think lots of times, too, we don't give ourselves enough credit. Like, I think you guys, Irene and AJ, like, you don't even know, too, how much you're inspiring somebody else, you know? Mm -hmm. if I think, too, we're addicted to, like, constant reassurance all the time oh, and praise. 100%. So if you're not getting that... constantly. Right. <laughs> and I think yeah. lots of times we don't stop and go, oh, my God, by me blazing my own tra trail, by, like, putting it all out there, being truthful that I only have 71 cents actually encourages somebody else because yeah. most people online it's always like what great parents they are and they're ballers and we're like that's such bullshit yeah. like, please yeah I know your ass can't pay the rent either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, AJ, do you have anything else for us? We know you have to go to your other job. Um, I know, right? Just ju speaking about the process here. Yeah. <laughs> Out here hustling. Um, this one, it was just a random fact that I found that uh, rapper Tupac Shakur, there's a movie about him now. It came out in June. Yes, I'm The Untold see that. Story. Uh, well, anyway, one of his uh, letters from prison is being auctioned off. Starting bid is 100K, and it's about how he, uh, why he broke up with Madonna when they were dating. Ugh. It was because she was white, and he didn't want to ruin the reputation 
of like his like mm. street cred that he was dating a white woman, and he says that uh, for her it was a, a good image because she was kind of like venturing out, she was sure. dating the black guy, doing yeah. that sort of thing. But for him, it's like oh, but you went. So it, it's like a double standard there because what's your take on? That? I guess this was back in the '90s, so it's a little bit of a different time. Um, I feel like rappers still have that to keep up with. Sure. Um, like a long time ago, I was talking to Chris Brown. I was like, "Would you ever date a white woman like in real life?" And he was like, "I don't know, actually." Wait, like he's... casually talking to Chris Brown, the rapper? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> yeah, Breezy came yeah. to Hot 99.5. So wow. we were, I was like, "Would you ever date a white woman?" I don't ever see you with like a white right. woman. He's like, "Actually, I don't know," because I think they have a real She's image. Like, would you date me? Yeah, that's exactly like, what, what I was right, like fishing for. I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> like, only you, baby girl. Well, I think the stereotype or or what uh, we yeah. see is like the white hoes or the the white girls come to the hotel room like after the party, right? You know? But then you have somebody like Ice T that's married to Coco. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just going to say I those two. Yeah. Them. Right. Who else? Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? <laughs> 
You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. There's a lot of black actors that are married to white women. But they oh, don't yeah. have right, that right. image, though. Yeah, like, of saying, uh, I felt due to my image, I would be letting down half of the people who made me what I thought I was. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, like, I don't think you'd ever see Big Sean with a white right, woman. No. I don't think you'd ever see Kendrick Lamar. I don't think you'd see Kanye West. I just, well, Kanye well, West is with a white woman. woman. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what is she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Kanye West is with a white woman. I'm sorry. They've just culturally appropriated so much, I just think they're black. Right, right. But, uh, no, that, that's right. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think there's, like, an image to uphold. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly, if you're truly rapping about the struggle, right, of coming from inner city, right, and as it appears, anyway, I don't think we're that divided, but everybody thinks we are. So, and at least in the music business, I sure. think there's that up to uphold. I can see why he wouldn't date Madonna. I could see that. Well, and then... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how does race play into y'all choosing who you all are with? I mean, t- for me, it's always been about the attraction. But the right. but the only thing for me also is I don't like to make the first move 
because oh, I have I a fear of rejection. I'm just like, you know what? I walked in here fine. I can leave by myself and like no harm, no foul. Like I'd rather like. Move. I always make the first you move. Always make the first move. Oh my I god, I yeah. love it. So many times. Why oh, yeah. would I ever care? Right. What? <laughs> my boyfriend now. I went up to him and I was like. I already knew who he was, though, so I was been stalking him for like. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, I just moved here, and uh, so you should hang out with me. Here's my number. Oh my god, wow. that's so cute! Yeah. I feel like I men love that. So y'all make it yeah. happen. Maybe oh, I've been yeah. missing out on a whole. You part. have got to make the first oh, move. They're intimidated it's sometimes. So yeah, like well, that's why I tell myself. And you know how everybody <laughs> like you know how every dad tells their like little girl like they're just intimidated by you. Right. You're so funny and you're so pretty. Yeah. Like I think most of the time that's bullshit, but like sometimes I I like there have been guys that I like started hooking up with or whatever and they're like I can't believe you wanted to like date me or talk to me or sleep whatever yeah. because they're like I, I never would have gone up to you you're so funny and like pretty like it, you I feel like you're just not even that approachable because probably everybody goes up to you I was like Wrong. Wrong. Wow. <laughs> you gotta make the first move. I gotta make the first move. Like I hit or miss, but you know, I mean, I haven't, I haven't dated anyone for a while. But I essentially was the one that started talking to Dan, and I gave Dan my business card, and then he like followed up, yeah. and then that's how we started. So yeah, I always, and I, but I talk to everybody, and I still. This mm-hmm. will lead to a whole nother issue. You know, I was telling you about my Tinder account. I still have yeah. it, okay. and I just get messages all the time from people, and I'm like. That actually had nothing to do with the story. Wait, <laughs> she's like, just wanted to say, I'm really hot. But don't you have to like? <laughs> but no, but don't you have to match with the person to get a message from them? So you're, so you're no. messages all the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> they just like swipe yes on you, and like mine. I just even if I go back on, right? So the other day I went back on to see if there was any funny profiles we could read because we used to do a segment on this podcast called uh, Deep Thoughts from the Men on Tinder mm-hmm. or the Tinderellas, and it started on 107.3, my last radio job. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like. Oh, maybe we should bring that back. Whatever. Let's see what's going on on Tinder. So once you swipe in, you're active again, and then it starts popping your picture up to all these guys. So then I'll get these messages, but that had nothing to do with me initiating. But how do you get messages unless you're swiping right on that person? Because don't you both have to match each other forever? Like if you match somebody a year ago, oh, you get old messages from people. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And this person then found me on Instagram because your Insta okay. pops up and then messaged me. Okay. So, yeah. And that was like another sort of like, I'm also getting to the age that this guy writes to me. And he's so, it was really sweet. And I, I wrote back and said, look, I'm sorry. I kind of use this for entertainment and I'm in a relationship. But he was like, hey, I think you're so gorgeous. Let's make you feel like you're 22 again. Oh, <laughs> oh my what? God. As if you're that old. Is he 22? Like, I think I'm old as he. I wrote him back. I was like, "That's really funny." (laughs) Yeah, he's 22. I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Wait, Sarah's tearing up already." Oh, I don't. I'm laughing. like, oh my god! Because I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't feel that old, but thank you. But I'm glad right. that you think that I'm. I was I'm... having a good day. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, that I had feel 22 to right now. Weird. Yes, I usually start talking to people, and it gets me in a lot of trouble. So now I don't go out. This is why I go. Home. I go to bed at 7:30. <laughs> Honestly, because I'm serious. Yeah. I would fall on so many penises. This is why <laughs> I stay home. Right. Okay. I can't no, I get be out. It. Yeah. All right. So my my latest Tinder issue oh is I'm I'm swiping as I told you in Italy right now. Yes. Okay. Made the twenty a, a month premium. For people that don't know Tinder, there's a passport feature where if you pay like a couple bucks, you can transport play your twenty bucks. <laughs> right, I pay for the premium. Yeah. Um, you can transport yourself to a place that you intend on going or a place you just want to talk to people. Right. In. Right. But I didn't even anticipate that they all would speak Italian, so I don't know what to say. Oh God. I'm like going oh. through translator. Trying Get on to Google Translator. <laughs> right. Right, right. Get that, I'm going. But then when I meet them, I'm not going to be able to. That's not me talking, people. That's actually AJ. 
Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? We have to check her with her accents. We have to let check. All right. I thought you already got in trouble. Speaking of cultural appropriation, we have one that that like always goes wrong. Right. It always go left. Yeah, it always goes left. I'm like, okay. We're not done with your your gender story. No, when these guys are responding in Italian, and I'm just like, and I'm like, oh, I don't really speak very well. And then some of them are unmatching me. So I'm like. Yeah, Savage. it could be the love of my life, but because I don't speak no, Italian well. Yeah, child so do you think I do that whole translate thing yes. for a while? I can do it a little bit, for sure. But I don't really want to go out with somebody that doesn't speak English. At least a little I bit of English. I thought really most Europeans are able to speak some sort of English. Right. Come on now. Yeah. Shouldn't they all learn English <laughs> to make it easier for <laughs> us? With Americans English suck. only. You need to put English only I mean, my on My profile's this. in English. So then they should know. Yeah, they what's wrong with these Italians? They should anyway. know. Yeah, you I don't know, but he had a Ferrari, yeah. so he gets a pass. <laughs> Fair. I'm like, Bring your yes. translator. Uh, AJ Irene, always a pleasure. Thank you Thank guys you for guys. being on the we show. Love you. Thank You're you. Amazing. Thank Woo! you. We'll see you ladies next we week. Will see you that next week. That is awesome. You Paul, are, are great. Oh, I almost turned off our microphones. Paul, um, we have like two more stories we yeah, should get let's to. Talk about before. It. Well, what you, what do you want to do? We're we've had so many things. Um, there's a new story. Do you wash your clothes right after buying them? I don't. Uh, you don't? No. I would have thought, if anybody on this show, I, I would have thought. To, I mean, where are you buying this stuff from? This place is, no. <laughs> well, Zara. Like, okay. if you go to I love Zara. Zara. Okay, so apparently, and I did know this, that after you purchase any clothing, you're supposed to take it home and immediately wash it, all right? Whether it's underwear, jeans, whatever, because people sweat. They try <laughs> on the clothes, they sweat. Okay. So you don't know what you're getting. Hmm. I don't know. You probably shop very high end, though. Where no, I going? shop at Zara too. I love Zara. You do? Oh God, the people, the I can lines get in, there. I want in there. I know it's amazing. I love it. But I feel like those people are so sweaty and stinky. Um, but they say that less than thirty percent of people actually wash their clothes uh, right after buying them, and that should actually increase. They're saying to more like sixty or seventy percent, but people don't. How do women do the old bikini thing in oh, stores? Oh, wash it. Well, um, underwear—you keep your underwear on and you try You're the bikini. Supposed to. Yeah. I'm oh. sure there are some that don't. That is so gross. How yeah. could you do that? You're like going crotch to crotch. Oof. I know. Oof. Oh, God, no thanks. I I have to say, I didn't used to do it, but now I do. Um, how do you feel about, you know how people always say, oh, you should get your ish together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a woman just wrote an article for the Washington Post, and she says that, in general, uh, we need to stop using the phrase um, when somebody gets their stuff together, mm-hmm. because, in reality, nobody has their stuff together. She goes on to talk about her own life, uh, how she graduated from New York University, had a 3.4 GPA, went and got a job, all that stuff. But she says that nobody ever gets their act completely together in life. It's just, like, temporary. What do you think about that? Um, they can get better. They can stop doing things that they know hold them back and keep them down. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You can change. You can evolve. So I don't completely agree. Maybe we're not ever totally together. But I've seen people come a long way. I mean, I've come a long way. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You learn. Like, you keep your your post-it notes. You keep your, your, you take notes on your life. You make changes. When I lived in New York in those early days, I would never go home early from the bar. The bars in New York close at 4 a.m. That was during the week. I would come home at 4 a.m. I would go. I'd have a, whatever my gig was during the day, and I'd have to get up really early. Oh, God, yeah. I'd come home at 4. I would get myself together. I mean, of course, when you're young, you can do things like that. But, I mean, if I did that now, I'd probably be dead. But, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nothing would have moved forward for me. Like, you have to, like, stop certain things. Mm-hmm. 
I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I like. I get what she's saying. I I do think that we have to be more like patient and understanding with each other because I think someone's idea of having it all together is different for other people. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I like that because I do think, you know, that's why people have midlife crisis and that's why people have older life crisis. Like, it's hard to always have it together. I think you can make improvements. I like that. And also, sometimes you do need somebody else to tell you to get your ish together because... That's a good point. If we think that we're fooling everyone around us, you know, if you're a drug addict, if you're an alcoholic, if you're an abusive person, um, if there are some things going on in your life that you think you're pulling the wool over everyone's eyes and then someone that really sees you says, you know what, get your ish together. Do you know you're like, "Uh uh-oh, okay, so they see... And yeah. I've been put on notice that I got to pull it together. So that's a good point. Yeah. Um, last story that we can cover. So uh, a woman who is on Twitter, she has actually a pretty good, um, oh, sorry, Instagram, pretty good Instagram following, is now being um, Natalie Hodge is her name. She's a self-described quote fat lady influencer and dog mom, and she shared recently a story of her being fat shamed on a flight. But now she's getting backlash for it because of how she did it. So uh, Natalie. Natalie Means Nice is her Insta, and she was recently on a flight. She paid the additional money to have a seatbelt extender and to be able to kind of sit in a bigger seat. She says she sits down next to a man who starts typing and texting someone that he's sitting next to this obese woman and how gross she is. So this woman ends up taking pictures of his his text conversations and then records confronting him, and that has people really upset that, look, you basically... Her, the video is over like 1.5 million views. You basically, um, you know, invaded this guy's privacy sure. in order to have a confrontation with him. So how do you feel about that? Do you think if someone's fat shaming you or shaming you? But like, here's here's a little of the video. I noticed that before we took off, you were sending really horrible text messages about me to somebody. I have photos. Yes, you were. You said... Uh, they said something about, well, hope she didn't have any Mexican food. And he said, oh, she ate a Mexican. Well, if my flight doesn't take off the ground, you know why. And stuff like that. I, I saw the whole thing. I apologize. I was drinking before no the flight. You hurt with those kind of things. I apologize. So you were drinking. Okay. And, like, do you normally make fun of that? Okay. Yeah, people. Is that something that you like to do? Right. Right. I didn't want part of your table. You made me feel so uncomfortable to exist in this seat that I didn't want anything from you. I didn't want you to pick up my thing off the floor. You know, you know in fairness, in fairness, you probably shouldn't be sitting next to those seats. You know, when they ask you, are you willing and capable to assist people in getting off the airplane in an emergency? Okay, shit, just got rid of you are. That's funny because I work out about five times a week. Okay, he's like, now he's shaming her on the video. Have a very, very large social media following. I've been tweeting American Airlines this whole time, letting them know your seat number, our flight number, what's happened, what you said. I showed them the photos, so they're going to take care of it for me. I don't think you'll ever see anything from it, and that's your own thing. So you know nothing about me by the size of my body. You know nothing about me. So to say something, to have a quip like that back to me after I'm talking to you about this, after you already apologized, is, a, did, is an extra asshole thing for you to do. 
No, I don't think it is. You don't think it is? I don't think it is. You think that, are you a doctor? Let me ask you something. Can you assume something about me? Are you a medical professional? I would just want to keep playing this. It's kind of interesting. That's none of my business. So my body is also none of your business. So you have no idea what I can or can't do with it. Fair enough. Right? And I don't know if you noticed, but the entire time I've been sitting here like this to make sure that I didn't dare get in your seat. I know. You have an armrest over there. This gentleman and this gentleman, this gentleman over here has armrest. I have not had a single armrest the whole time because you both took up the armrest. Oh, she's in the middle? I also wanted to know if we could take up the uh, armrest right, if because, they did move. Because before, they did move. Okay. This is so uncomfortable. So that was attempting to me. And if, and if you said no, then that would have been fine. It was a question. It wasn't, hey, move that. Hey, pick anyway, that up. It, it was, hey. Can we pick these up? And they, it goes on and on. So wow. how do you feel about that? But she's uh, I think I, she's fat shaming herself. I really do. You do? That was a private conversation that man was having. You know, sometimes when you go looking for stuff, like, okay, case in point, I'll just sidebar thing. My mom, when she's sitting next to me, mm -hmm. likes to look at my phone when I'm texting. And into at your own risk. Like, I tell her, <laughs> you might want to back up. You might want to look out the window. Like, don't look at what's going on, private conversations I'm having in my phone. And so she looked, and she then started this whole issue. I mean, the man, fat shaming is, is something that you do to berate someone, like, publicly, right? Or to them, or... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say, like, what what she was really doing. I mean, I'm sure she did. I'm sure as someone that uh, I've never been, like, so overweight that I've had to get a seatbelt extender. But I can imagine that if that is the tr what's happening to you, that you are constantly reminded of being overweight, you know, and you constantly get looks from people. So I understand her getting so frustrated and seeing that and how hurtful it is wanting to confront him. Um... But I don't know. It's it's really tough. You know, you'd hope people would be kinder, but I do agree with you. He wasn't outwardly saying that, and I think. And she's trying to police his thoughts, and you you can't really do that. I mean, people have an opinion about us, like yeah, they let us know. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are so many that that don't. Right. That's true. That's true. And I think too, like having a conversation offline with him first might have been helpful. Like, hey, you know what? I hate to say this, but I happened to overlook your text, and you were saying that I looked like I ate a Mexican person, or you know, and you wondered if I had Mexican food. And I just want to tell you that's really hurtful. I think you'd get a different response from him than the one that she got. And by the way, so she's posted on her on her Instagram. She says this was just posted yesterday. I don't even know what to say. The past 48 hours have been an absolute whirlwind of support and trolling and hateful comments and heartfelt outpourings of love and kindness. Hundreds upon hundreds of people have reached out and told me stories of times they've been hurt by others, traveling, just living life, and yeah. how that's affected them. I wish we didn't know what that hurt felt like, but please just know you're not alone. This conversation is really important. We have to talk about how fat phobia seeps into so many parts of our lives. We have to remember to stand up for ourselves and others who maybe can't do it for themselves. We all deserve a fair share shot at happiness and a chance at feeling good about ourselves. Don't let people take that from you or from others if you can help it. Let's t keep talking about this. Keep telling your stories. Keep lifting each other up. Cool thing. I'll be on Good Morning America tomorrow around 8 a.m.-ish in the morning central time. I also did several other interviews today, and I will keep you all in the know if you want. Thank you again, and thank you always. I felt about an inch tall when that man did that to me on the plane, but after standing up to him and feeling so much support from the world, I feel like I can do anything. So, I don't know. It's, hmm. it's a hard one because 
Well, she's brought a lot of awareness to it because that is, you know, that's what the guy was doing. He was shaming her. But I don't know if I would. He was shaming her or he was talking about her? Well, I don't know. Someone... Do you think there's a difference? Do you think. I, I mean, think well, he was basically difference. saying she was like a fat. But we say a lot of things on text and to our friends and to our loved ones. I mean, you know what I mean? We well, say a lot of things. I mean, I, I'm not down for the disrespect by any means, but it just seems like she had to spy on him to see what he was saying. It wasn't like, you know, he said, oh, I picked something up for you. I was The man sounded like a, you know, at least on the surface, like he could at least fake being kind and magnanimous, which he did seem like that type of person, right? Yeah, right. Once she was talking to him, and I don't think he knew he was being recorded. She didn't record his face. She kind of recorded his legs and his hands. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he seemed to be very apologetic and... Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. You know, you I just don't know if that if what she did helps people be kinder or if it just hurts because she's really getting trolled. So it's terrible. It's tough to say. It's tough yeah. to say, but um but hey, now more people know about her blog and her <laughs> yeah. name and she's going on Good Morning America and you know. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, you're hey. getting all that from it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um people are on her her Instagram saying no offense, but this is the most ridiculous argument I have ever heard of. Um and then yeah, this is a long one. I'm sorry that you were made uh, to feel ashamed of yourself, but it's inappropriate for you to read other people's private conversations. I know that you feel like it's justified because it wasn't appropriate for him to be commenting on your body and your weight, but you were both wrong. I don't care what he sa- he was saying and you wouldn't have either if you hadn't invaded his privacy. I kind of agree with that. So, I, I, I mean, I, I do. I hate that she was hurt. I know. It's but she of, was digging. She was digging. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. But uh, we told you that we were going to have a mom and her 10-year-old daughter on. Uh, this is because a viral, a video went viral on Fox 5 DC, their Facebook page last week. And Tanisha is here with her daughter, Mackenzie Fenton. Mackenzie was at a dance competition, and she was uh, killing it. But a lot of people felt like she was twerking and doing a lot of things a 10-year-old kid shouldn't be doing. So you guys, we were just talking about this, but you went viral last week at a dance competition that was over in Maryland. You are 10 years old, Mackenzie. Yes. And somebody had shared this through somebody else onto Fox 5's Facebook page. And now, I was just looking at the video, by the way, it has 639,551 views. You're, wow. you're viral. <laughs> but a mom is here. Tanisha is Mackenzie's mom, and the minute I saw this, I was like, I have to talk. I have to talk to this mom because mm-hmm. the video was seen over half a million times. But you guys have just hundreds and hundreds of comments because this mm-hmm. video sparked so, so much, much debate mm-hmm. of if a ten-year-old yes. should be and how they should be dancing mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yes. So tell me how you guys are doing one week later after this viral after this video went viral. Well, I was really excited that I, I went viral because I never went viral. Before. You never went viral? No. Well, you did last week with your dance. Yeah. But for me, I mean, like I said, just with um, just the comments, um, per se, 
like I said, other than people stating, oh, I wouldn't let my daughter, my 10-year-old daughter do that, and oh, she shouldn't be twerking, and oh, this and that, and how could her mom let her do it, you know, that right there, like I said, you knew that that was going to happen. I mean, everybody sees it. So once everyone sees it, you're going to have people with all type of opinions who are, who don't agree with it. I mean... The type of dance you were doing was called Majorette, right? Yes. What is Majorette? Majorette is like a hip-hop, but you're battling people face-to-face, not like when you're out there by yourself. Oh, oh, okay, got it, got it. So you're like in your team yes, with Majorette. Yes, team, but it's, it's a big team. I'm a junior team, and I have a bigger team uh, than a senior team. And, and by the way, for anybody listening to, I'm going to share this video again on mm-hmm. my Facebook page, mm-hmm. on, on Hayfresh Podcast Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But I, I, when I saw this, I was so fascinated because people really came after you guys, and, and especially Tanisha, you as a mom, mm-hmm. and saying a 10-year-old should not be dancing, even in a dance competition, the way Mackenzie was dancing. Mm-hmm. So how did you respond? What do you say to that? Well, I mean, as you can see, if you read some of them, I told them, you know, well, first of all, her name is Mackenzie Fenton and Tanisha Nelson is her mother. So what I allow her to do, you may not allow your child to do. But like I said, for me, I don't see it as a problem because, first of all, she's not doing anything to me that's explicit. She's not she's not doing any type of any type of move where it's sexual you the the people who are viewing it make it a sexual thing you have to look at the fact that all they're doing is dancing they love to dance and like i said it's it's a difference between twerking there's a difference between she was bucking you when you look at it instead of looking at oh the little girl is dancing they're having fun they're battling each other um as an art form and something that they love to do right you the people out there, whoever have their opinion on it, have sexualized it. I think when the public sees things like this too, they often um, almost want to jump in and be protective. protective. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you're expo- you're potentially putting your child out there for pedophile mm-hmm. people. How do yes. you? So, what's your take on that? Um, that right there, like I said, that's kind of like a touchy subject because with so much social media stuff going on, Facebook, like I said, musically for girls, the little girls yeah. and stuff like that, that's when you just have to monitor, you know, what they're doing because, like I said, a video being posted of her dancing um, is no different when you see the commercials of little girls dancing or whatever, you know. But, like I said, then you just have to be mindful with your child and make sure you're watching her and make sure you're protecting her and make sure um you know you're aware of what she's doing or who's 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 on her social, social media, media yeah right. and stuff like that you know i mean she is a honor roll student she does what she's supposed to do in school her dancing does not affect anything else that's all it is is her outlet is something that she has a passion for something that she loves to do other than that you know it's not affecting anything else it's not going to make her grow up to be quote unquote a stripper or anything like that because you you can have people that's not even on a dance team. I'm sorry. No, because that's what some people <laughs> say. I mean, I mean you have people. Like yes, you, you have people who have never touched a dance floor in their life when they were little and they grow up and they might be a stripper. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make her a stripper. She's a little girl. And that's what I mean when I say that's what pisses. I'm sorry. That's what Please. upset me when you see comments like that. You cannot take a hip hop dance or any type of movement in a dance competition as 
as oh she's going to grow up to be a stripper and that has nothing one has nothing to do with the yeah, other you're right. you know so Mackenzie tell me this how have you what's your feeling about people commenting over the past week, good and bad. Well, the bad comments, I really don't care because that is—it's not true. Because what I think about myself is what it's about me. Yeah. And the good comments, they're right. <laughs> I love that. Did you win, by the way, your captain's battle? Yes, I got MVP. You of the did. entire competition. Yes, she did. Yeah, believe it. You brought it with mm-hmm. those moves. So you want to go to Duke someday, huh? Yes. We love women and men on this podcast with big dreams. So will you keep us posted? Because you're inspiring. Yeah, I will. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank okay. you so much. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, we always love to hear from you. Be sure to be following Paul Wharton on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can follow Hey Frage on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Hey Frage Podcast. Check me out on Facebook. If you want to weigh in on any of these stories, also email Sarah at HeyFrage.com and Paul Wharton Style at Yahoo.com. Bye, everybody.